Welcome to Today on Broadway for Tuesday, March 17th, St. Patrick's Day. I mean, no pub crawls for anybody out there, I hope, but Whoops, enjoy yeah. En- yeah, enjoy from home, I surprise, I suppose. Uh, anyway, I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Ashley, how's your ceiling? You know, uh, I was working in my room earlier on Monday and heard like some vague banging away on the pipes, but it wasn't until I went into like the main part of my apartment realizing how loud it is, and all of a sudden the ceiling started to cave in. So apparently they're working on the pipes in my building uh, for whatever reason, I guess so. The... And, I, and, I, and I hope also now working on the ceiling in your apartment as uh, well. Yeah, we have, but we have like this very large industrial pipe that now goes through our living room, our like foyer and kitchen, which was not there before that. But yeah, they came down as soon as that happened, as we were like yelling at the ceiling to tell them to stop, my roommate and I, and they came down just like, like, oh, we didn't realize that happened. It's like, yeah. <laughs> We're stuck inside. I mean, I, I mean, stuck, it's like if things couldn't get worse, yeah, uh, yeah. all at once, <sighs> things go into hell in a handbasket. But a little bit ceiling falling down, cockroaches coming out of nowhere, my entire industry closing. Who can ah. say which is worse? Uh, I mean, I think all together makes one <laughs> big old shit sandwich. I'm sure um, there'll be more. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, and you've only got seven weeks and. Five days left of it. Something like that. Uh, we'll see. But uh, it, don't forget that we are going to be bringing you content throughout however long this uh, COVID-19 inspired hiatus from all things theatrical lasts. Um, if you want to get all of that content as soon as you possibly can, head over to patreon.com slash Broadway radio, Broadway radio.com slash Patreon. Um, you can still hear the latest Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist edition of Some Like It Pop, where we talk about episodes five and six, and we'll be having more stuff in there on a staggered schedule with this main feed uh, for the foreseeable future. Don't know how long that's going to be, but it will be, be something. be a very long while. Yes, it will. Um, actually, okay, let's get into the news. By executive order from New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio, as of 8 p.m. on Monday night, we are recording just... A few minutes after that, all theaters, nightclubs, movie theaters, and commercial gyms have been ordered to close. Some of those things we already knew. Others have been added in. Also, all restaurants, bars, and cafes were forced to move to takeout and delivery only. This is something else that we knew was coming, but they actually moved it up by 13 hours um, as things continue to get worse. Also, over in New Jersey, Governor Phil Murphy has publicly encouraged everybody to follow an 8 p.m. curfew for the entire Garden State. While that does not carry the weight of law, Murphy is hoping to limit those out of their homes after 8 p.m. to just individuals who are working or in emergency situations. In a completely different type of shutting down, Finally, it was announced yesterday that all West End theaters will be closed effective immediately. I don't know what the hell took so long. Um, I don't know. Denial, mainly. Yeah. um, Crappy politicians. Anyway, and if, if that wasn't enough of a gut punch for London, Idris Elba announced yesterday that he had tested positive for the coronavirus. He is currently in isolation. But I'm telling you, Ashley, Idris Elba. Tom Hanks, if this disease doesn't stop infecting completely <laughs> unproblematic stars, 
I'm going to be even more upset than I already it's am. It's true. I'm I'm a little concerned at who's next. It's going to be like Paul Rudd or Keanu Reeves or somebody. Or Betty White or something. You better ah, keep leave, your damn hands leave, off Betty White. Leave oh. anyone over the age of 90 out That's of this, please. True. Although, if anyone over the age of 90 is going to kick COVID-19's ass, it's going to be Betty White. But Correct, yes. Uh, yeah, leave Idris Elba out of this, please. Tom Hanks. Apparently, Baz Luhrmann went into um, uh, self-isolation him and his wife did because they came into contact right, with, with Tom Hanks Tom Hanks on the set of the movie where he got it. He has not tested positive yet, but <sighs> oy vey, uh, it's only a matter of time. So <sighs> hopefully all of those people that have scads and scads of money um, are being taken care of. Oh, God, uh, I'm sure I they will so. be fine, yeah. uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm a little more worried about the folks that don't have the resources of a Tom Hanks or Idris Elba. Uh, to be able to take care of themselves. We'll like get into that a little of, bit the more rest shortly. Of us, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Moving to some more New York theater specific COVID 19 impact news. Yesterday's actor, uh, yesterday, Actors Equity Association called on all equity producers to temporarily postpone all of their required equity principal auditions and equity chorus calls. Now, most producers have already postponed all of their auditions, but. It is kind of surprising that there are still others that have refused to do so. But as I started thinking about this, Ashley, what I'm going to assume, I do not know this to be fact, but mm. what I'm going to assume is what this actually is, is that these are for positions and shows and roles that have already been precast, um, whether from an out-of-town tryout or they already have somebody in mind. But equity requires producers to hold the auditions anyway. So this is really just the producers trying to keep them scheduled scheduled in order to find a loophole in the loophole yeah so, that sounds highly probable yeah that's what i'm guessing otherwise i can't imagine any producer with half a half of a brain um, would actually think that these auditions would be worth anything so i'm going to guess this is kind of some sneaky underhanded cynical kind of thing that uh, they're doing to game the system Anyway, over the last few days, we've heard about a number of organizations who are providing emergency funds to artists and theater companies in need. The League of Professional Theater Women is offering $500 loans to any of its 500 members across the country that are in need. According to a press release, quote, the loan is intended for true emergencies. A committee will review requests for loans, which will be evaluated on an individual basis. All requests are confidential and all loans are discreet. And actually, I would hope, mm. hope. That whatever this committee does to review the request does them quickly, because if they are looking for true emergencies, I hope that they, you know, get these. That's things the moving. problem. I'm wondering, A, what they're defining as true emergencies, but also how quickly they're going to be able to decide what is a true emergency. And also true emergencies may pop up as yep. they're trying to evaluate. So, yeah, better quicker I, than not, obviously. Yeah, I tend to think that. I would side on the, I would err on the side of rubber stamping things during times mm -hmm. like this. Yeah. But similarly, the Indie Theater Fund um, will be awarding rapid relief grants to, of, of up to $500 to support companies, venues, and individuals working in New York City independent theater, which is defined as off-off-Broadway in theater houses of 90 seats or less and operating, operating with budgets under 250 k now, those are wonderful moves from these organizations, and I hope we hear from other groups during doing similar things. But also, hey, federal government, 
maybe get off your collective asses and do something to help the people mm. who are hurting. I know that that long three day weekend was soups important for all of those senators, but maybe let's, uh, <laughs> Isn't you it know, always? Yeah. yeah, figure out, figure out how to do your damn jobs before uh, lives are irrevocably ruined. Anyway, picking up on the story that I told you about yesterday from Ashley Lee in the LA Times, the Washington Post also has information about shows that will be live streamed from regional companies, including Washington, D.C.'s Signature Theater, which has filmed Easy Women Smoking Loose Cigarettes, a new comedy by Danny Stoller that was supposed to run through March 29th. Also, as I referenced yesterday, various licensing companies have made one-time, non-precedent-setting deals to allow companies with current contracts to film their productions. We will have a link in the show notes of a rundown of what each of the major theatrical licensors has in place and for which of their shows, since all of these agreements need to be negotiated with the individual authors. Mm. So, actually, this is a very cool thing. I, I appreciate yep. the licensors. Uh, doing this as someone who has worked with a lot of these licensing companies throughout the years doing shows. I know that this is not something that they are normally very keen on, uh, but I appreciate them and all of their collective authors stepping up to kind of bridge the gap during this very, very Mm. unprecedented time. Yeah, not keen on and also don't necessarily, because they're not keen on it, don't necessarily have everything ready to go and ready to be implemented. So this is a, a push to get things done. So... Major props to the companies that are willing to jump on that right away. Yeah, I love that. Um, All right, because times is hard and uh, everyone needs a a little bit of a pick-me-up, I've got a few recommendations as we will try to end most of our shows during this crazy period uh, with. The first one comes to us from Vanity Fair and it it is an exclusive first look at Steven Spielberg's film remake of West Side Story. At the very top of the article, we see this glorious picture of Ariana DeBose as Anita. As you scroll through, you see Rita Moreno, you see Ansel Elgort and Rachel Ziegler. Um, There's a lot of stuff uh, in the dance at the gym. You see a little Ben Cook in there as well. Um, It's really, really wonderful. I see Jonalyn Saxer as I'm looking at uh, Mm. stuff in here too. Um, maybe a yeah, little Eloise scrolling crop. through currently myself. It looks beautiful. It does. I mean, it, you know, it is very much looking like in the same world of the original, which is nice yeah. for those folks that didn't appreciate the changes to the uh, current, maybe current, current question mark Broadway revival. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> it, it's gorgeous and beautiful, and the sets and the costumes are very colorful, um, and lovely, and uh, it looks great. I cannot wait for this to come out in December. Another thing that should keep people excited, Ashley, by the time this comes out, the first one of these has already happened. But it was announced yesterday that Seth Radetzky will be hosting a daily mini online show entitled Stars in the House that will feature stars of stage and screen singing and performing live from their own homes on social media to promote... Um, support for the uh, for the Actors Fund services for those most vulnerable to the effects of the coronavirus. The first one, which is happening at 8 p.m. on Monday night, was with Kelly O'Hara. She is uh, apparently singing three oh, yes. songs from her incredible career. And joining Seth and his husband, James Wesley, is Dr. John LaPook, who is the chief medical correspondent for CBS News. So, oh, nice. Go, All right. go for it. Uh, yeah. Awesome. Um, 
There are other Broadway stars doing these types of things on smaller scales on their own, including a really cool ongoing thing from Andrew Barth Feldman. And just before we started recording, I watched a wonderful or I watched the wonderful Elena Shadow singing If I Were a Bell from Guys and Dolls. So I'm sure you will find these things all over the Internet. But here's something I'm going to tell you right now. Oh, I will. I will not be sharing information about any of them, either on this show or on social media in which they involve multiple people in the same place that do not normally live together. As I think that it is that seeing a bunch of Broadway stars hanging out at a house for a week or even a day and then publicly broadcasting. Oh, it God. Yeah, I see is, what you mean. Is really the type of message that they should not be sending as we are trying to convince the country to socially distance themselves from friends and family. There is one that was announced today. And when I saw it, I was like, wait, what? Why are they doing this? There's another Broadway star um, who has multiple other Broadway stars at their house. And I'm like, why are you do whatever you want? I mean, this is a reality show, though. (laughs) But but don't put it on social media for the people to see. That is not a good look. And I don't care if it's five or six people. There are a lot of people out there in the country and probably none that are paying attention to Broadway stars. I understand that. But that that think that this is not a big deal and they shouldn't be doing, you know, any of this socially distancing stuff and they're going to do whatever the hell they want. Right. Don't show in any position of of viewability um, and visibility and, and fame and celebrity. Don't don't do that. Just just don't. Just don't. Right. Yeah, it is bad messaging. You're absolutely right. And uh, as you said, there are a lot of people who are saying, oh, this isn't as big of a deal as we're making it out to be. But then you have people saying, oh, we're about 10 days behind Italy. And I can tell you, (laughs) it's looking bleak over there right now. Someone who has family there and is essentially sending me things every morning, like updates every morning of what's going on over there. So, I mean, the message has been and will continue to be to limit yourself as much as possible. Obviously, it becomes a thing if you have to go to work etc etc but i've seen a lot of recommendations that's don't even invite one person over to your house at this point like that is so when you when you have shows that start looking like reality television shows of broadway people all living in the same house together that's where we're gonna start to see a problem because people will view it as not a big deal and they'll exactly not necessarily emulate that but also not adhere to what we've been told to do Especially when those Broadway stars who are hosting reality shows at their homes are also offering discounts uh, to their cameo because of coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Not a good look. Yeah. Not, yeah. not a good look. But what is a good look? And this is one that I've already talked about before, but I'm going to share another one because it's amazing. Um, Broadway World and our friend Alan Henry is coordinating the living room concerts. And I promise I'm not going to talk about every one of them. But we had today on Monday... Carolee Carmelo singing before the parade passes by the tour of Hello Dolly that she was leading um, had to end early um, because the remaining production remaining performances were during this shutdown period. Um, So she well, I won't spoil it, but she is sitting um, in her home singing before the parade passes by. And if you ever wondered why Carolee Carmelo is so beloved amongst so many different generations mm-hmm. and folks in the theater community. This is why she oh, is yeah. wonderful and phenomenal and fantastic. Well, we've, so we've said it so many times that she should be bigger than what she is. And totally. truth to that, for sure. Watching this video and watching and you, anything she's in. God, I love her. Yeah. And you know who agrees with us? Who? Ariana Grande. Cause she See? does one. 
She does one hell of a Cara Lee Carmelo impression if you've never seen it. I haven't. That's amazing. You've never seen it? No. Oh, it's so good. It's like oh. backstage at a concert. Like she's just in like the hallways at a concert venue and she's doing an impression of Cara Lee Carmelo. I think it's from, I think what? she's singing from Parade. Oh my and God. It's just like, because you got to remember, Ariana Grande is a just a Big nerdy theater, theater kid like all of us Absolutely, who turned yeah. out who turned in to be like one of the biggest stars in the world. Um, but yeah, check it out. Uh, Ariana Grande doing an impression of Carolee Carmelo, I believe singing parade. So oh it's pretty wonderful. That's exciting. That's the pick me up. I need. <laughs> <laughs> and I gotta tell you, I was never, I didn't really, I didn't dislike Ariana Grande, but, um, the stuff that she's been through over the last few years and how she's handled oh, God, it I, yeah. really turned me into a fan with how she's dealt with, acts of terrorism um substance abuse in you know mm-hmm. people that she loves and death yeah. and people she loves um she's really proven to be a, a quite a remarkable person and uh, she actually had a, a great social media post that's being shared a lot about social distancing so um team team ari on uh on today on broadway apparently big ariana grande fan matt tamanini never would have guessed that but um, no, it's like the one pop person you know. Well, I mean, she was on Broadway first, so I guess I can. Oh, well, that counts. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's anyway. <laughs> that is all that we have for today. Thank you for listening to today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW Matt Ashley. Where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at New. This is Ashley. All right, folks, head over to patreon.com slash Broadway Radio and join us there. We will be bringing you a lot more stuff there during this time period, and uh, we're excited to share some of those things. Have a great Tuesday, everybody, and we will talk to you on Wednesday.